Are you planning for retirement, buying a home, sending your kids to college, or looking for ways to protect your estate assets? The Simply Advised podcast connects you to trusted professionals, subject matter experts who communicate critical information in a meaningful and memorable way to guide you to make smart choices. Listen in as our experts help you handle whatever life throws your way. Hello and welcome to another Simply Advised podcast. Today we have a very special guest who's going to talk about something that nobody else has talked about yet on the Simply Advised podcast, which is really how much of a puzzle insurance and insurance products can be and how if you work with somebody who can help visualize that picture and put those puzzles in place that you can have a lot more protection than you thought, one, and two, really truly be protected, which is way more important. Lisa Reynolds, the founder of Lisa Reynolds Insurance Agency, is our guest today. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate you asking me. Well, I am very interested in how you decided to go on this journey. This is not a, I mean, you know, people just don't usually wake up, Lisa, and say, you know what? I'm going to be an insurance agent. (laughs) So how did you get to where you are? Well, back in the 80s, okay, long time ago, a gentleman that I respected very, very much invited me to become an agent with one of the humongous life insurance companies. Um, And since then, I've been all kinds of different companies, all kinds of different agencies. I have done everything that you can do in insurance, including quit the business, Multiple times. Okay. Okay. Um, The last agency that hired me specifically wanted me to work what we call the senior market. Mm -hmm. I call it the silver market now that I'm getting closer to that age. (laughs) Um, And they were very wise because at that point in time is when they were coming out with the prescription drug plans for Medicare and the whole world was changing with all the baby boomers that were aging into Medicare. And so I got so good at it, I decided to quit that agency and move out of my own. And I've got a team of eight now. And we just take care of everybody's insurance puzzle. A team of eight is not normal. Uh, I mean, in a, in a positive way, I should have maybe prefaced that a little bit better. Uh, so you've really surrounded yourself with some some really good people. Are, are these all people who specialize, subspecialize, or are there people who provide you with support? Oh, a little bit of both. Okay, good. We have, uh, we have a couple of uh, folks that do the, what we call the under 65 market. So she's got some group insurance and, and the other one's got some uh, of the Affordable Care Act plans and that kind of thing disability insurance, life insurance, and then the rest of us focus on the senior market and help with all of those things that seniors need, retirement planning and so forth. So how do you get your, how do you get your name out there? This is a difficult market to break into. We have always heard that having a powerful bench of referral partners is the best way to do this. Is that something that you do at your, your firm here? Absolutely. Absolutely. When all of the, what we call the PNC insurance agents, they do homes and autos and commercial insurance and all that stuff that I don't want to do. Well, they don't want to do what I do either. So um, all of them send me their folks because they know, number one, I'm going to take care of them. I'm going to do the right thing. Even if it's to say, you know, you've got you've got really good life insurance and you need to keep it. Mm. Or, you know what? 
you're paying way too much for that puppy. We need to get that canceled and get you something different as long, you know, blah, blah, blah. And in return, I send them the folks that need to do the cars and they need to do the homeowners and all of that kind of thing. So, Hmm. and that's nationwide, by the way, that's not just in Southeast Missouri. All right. So at the beginning of the podcast, I talked about this puzzle piece sort of scenario, which I think is a very good visual representation of, of who you are and what you do. But let's explain it to our listeners. What okay. are the pieces of the puzzle? Uh, how do you organize them? And then what do you do for your clients who either come from a PNC agent or they're a referral? Well, the first thing we do is ask a lot of questions. Um, we have, you know, there's forms to fill out. And there's all this kind of stuff. But the most important thing is to find out where those folks are coming from. Lots of times they have been taught not to trust insurance agents. And that's really sad. That's really sad. A lot of folks are by referral. So they already know somebody that has been uh, pleased with our services. But we start talking about, you know, okay, where are you now? Okay, you're on group insurance. So we talk about how that's going to work when they retire and then how it's going to work when they turn 65 and they go on Medicare and those pieces that are different. Um, but we have to make sure that they've got the family covered too. So we talk about life insurance and, and disability insurance. And, and um, there's just lots and lots of different things. And we can't do it all in one appointment. Sure. Absolutely. There's too much. There's just way too much. Um, I don't want people to think that I'm pushing everything I've got. My my dad used to say, if all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Well, we've got a tool belt that's got all these different tools in it. But I don't need to hit you on the head with the hammer or the screwdriver or, you know, whatever, the jackhammer. Yeah. I just present it as you need that particular tool or that particular piece of the puzzle. Does that make sense? It, it does make sense. You alluded to something that I, I think we are obligated to dive in a little bit more, which is people, I mean, if you go back to the movie Groundhog Day, I don't know if you remember that movie, but Groundhog Day, right? Bill Murray's walking down the street and he runs into the same insurance agent every single solitary day, right? <laughs> and at one point he punches him and, you know, but, but you know, and it was funny contextually from a movie perspective, but that's how a lot of people view this. And what is it? 80% of people don't have enough life insurance, period, right? right which is terrifying. Yeah. And you don't buy life insurance for yourself. You buy it for your loved ones, which you and I could wax philosophical on that all day long. But there are people who don't have the level of integrity you might. Uh, Have you run into anything like that recently? Oh, absolutely. Um, All the time. One one thing that's sad. That's really sad. One thing that comes to mind is a story that I like to tell about when the Affordable Care Act first came around. Nobody knew what it was. Nobody knew how it was going to work. And I had a gentleman that, bless his heart, he was very intelligent. He was highly intelligent. He was probably smarter than I am. But And he wanted to do his own research. So we had our appointment. I explained all of the facts. I told him my recommendations. And he said, okay, I'll have to think about it. I want to do my own research. Okay. About two months later, I heard from his wife that he had gone online He had called 800 numbers. He had gotten into websites. He had had his identity stolen. 
He had had two credit cards that he had put out there that were maxed out. They drained his checking account. And she was asking me, what can we do to help? I can't. I can't help. You know, and and the, the thing about those fraudsters, they sold his information over and over and over and over again. He never got it cleaned up. Never did. So that's why you go and talk to somebody that you know and love and trust. Um, check up. I mean, our information is out there. You can look at the Department of Insurance for the state of Missouri or whatever, you know, and find out that we're real. And it's not like calling Joe Namath off of a television commercial. Ooh, am I supposed to say his name? I don't know if I should say his name or not. Well, it's too late now. It's in the can. And so uh, <laughs> I need to go there. Uh, luckily, I think Joe Namath is, uh, I think he realizes that his name might be used uh, in this situation. But, but Lisa, I, I, you're talking about really working with somebody who you can do your due diligence on. But you're in a very crowded marketplace uh, as a person who is, I mean, you're technically independent, correct? You can represent right. lots of different things. Explain that, please, because I don't think people understand what that means. They're like, oh, well, she sells insurance. What does she work for, Progressive or Allstate or State Farm? What does it mean to be independent, please? Very good question. Very good. So take Medicare supplements, for example. I've got... 30 different companies just in the state of Missouri. Okay. And they're all of the products are exactly alike. So I have to distill it down to the companies that are going to be right for this person. Same way with life insurance. I mean, there's good companies, there's bad companies. As an independent agent, we can do what's best for you, not just, you know, what's going to be best for my checkbook. Well, I'm going to unpack that just a, a little bit more because we're still speaking some industry language here, which means that Lisa is not told by a specific company that she has to sell you this specific product because that's the product that they're pushing this month. She has the ability to go to basically any insurance, including some of those, by the way, any of those in insurance purveyors to make sure that she finds in the puzzle pieces have to fit. Exactly right. right. And so Very if, well said. Well, thank you. I, <laughs> I, uh, I love what you do. I think it's very, very clear. And I want to make sure that more people who are listening to these podcasts understand that finding somebody like you and having them in your corner is so powerful. Not only is it powerful, but it is such a stress relief. I'm going to digress for one second. I got off the phone with a friend of mine who was a financial advisor. She, she was a financial advisor, did not do life insurance, but she told me you need to have life insurance. I walked to my life insurance agent and I said, I need to buy life insurance. And he looked at me, he said, the first time that's ever happened to me. But here's the crazy thing. I remember after I signed my first, it was just a term life policy, right? A young kids, right? Term life policy cost me 60 bucks a month or something like that. I remember when I signed it, he looked at me, his name was Ed. I'm still friends with him today. Ed looks at me and he goes, how do you feel? So you experience this all the time. What do your clients feel when the puzzle has been put together? They can see the image. What is that client experience like? It, relief. It's absolute relief. It's like, oh, that didn't hurt at all. Mm -hmm. Oh, you made that so easy. Mm -hmm. Oh, why have I been worrying about this for six months? 
Well, I can tell you why, because you've been getting all that junk mail. You've been getting, you know, people calling you on the phone, trying to strong arm you into buying something. Everybody just take a deep breath. We got this. I told one lady, God love her. She had, she had problems and some agent had walked into her house and had told her everything that he could sell. And she, one of the, one of her little church friends brings her to me Mm. and they had this Walmart plastic grocery sack full of all of these policies. And the first thing I did was look at the agent's name and I caught sight of her signatures, which were all different. She didn't sign any of this stuff. I was livid. I was livid. So long story short, we got it all fixed, sent in a complaint to the Department of Insurance of the state of Missouri. And when I walked her to the door, I shook her hands and I said, now, Miss So-and-so, when somebody calls or somebody knocks on the door and wants to sell you some insurance, you tell them, Lisa Reynolds is my agent and she's got this covered. <laughs> about, two, about two weeks later, Department of Insurance calls me at my office. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. He said, could you call Miss so-and-so and tell her it's okay to talk to me? She keeps saying, Lisa Reynolds is my insurance and we've got it covered. <laughs> oh, God, that's fantastic. <laughs> but bless her heart. And she told everybody in the world about that because she was in a bad way. They had drained her checkbook, the whole thing. All of her life savings was gone because of this jerk. Are little old ladies your favorite client? I mean, so let's talk about ideal clients. So people listening to this podcast are, are going to say, well, gosh, I probably would love to work with somebody who, you know, does that, that sort of stuff. But we know that you can't help everybody, even though just so everybody can hear, hear this, she actually has whole team. So call her anyway, but who do you want? Like if I could tee up somebody and say, Lisa, here is your ideal client. What does that person look like? Well, you know, when we first started insurance, we said, if you can fog a mirror, oh, yeah. you're a good prospect, you know. Well, they do have to be able to fog a mirror, okay. but we also we also want them to be, they have to listen to us and they have to be open and honest and tell us what's going on. I can't help if I don't know all of the, the whole situation. Um, listen to the recommendations, ask questions about it. Don't just say, well, do whatever you think's right. Uh-uh, no, no, no. My job is to educate you. So ask questions, trust that I have your best interests at heart. And, and if you don't trust me or if we don't click, go find somebody else. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm good with that. I've got friends that I'll recommend. Um, not very often, but, <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, not everybody is a perfect fit. What are some of the questions that you think that the listeners should be asking just to make sure that they do have the right person in their corner. Like, what are some of the things that you're like, I wish everybody would just ask these three questions to take the pulse of the person who's trying to sell them, sell them, not consult, sell them, not build yeah. a puzzle, you know, that you sell them life insurance. What are some of the things that you wish people knew that they should ask? Number one, what's going to happen after I buy this policy? Ooh. Okay, we've got service after the sale. I've got smiling Tina and Pam and Bert and all of these folks that will answer your calls, will listen to your questions, will help find the answer. And if there's a problem with claims, I've got a lady that does that too. Mm. 
because if you if you call Medicare and you don't ask the right question, you're never going to get the right answer. And um, so what's going to happen after the sale? You really do need to ask for more than one choice. Like you, you were saying a while ago, you know, you've got to have more than one, um, more than one option. Mm-hmm. And usually we have two or three. If they've only got one, you need to call somebody else. Mm-hmm. That, that's my opinion. Um, what other questions? They really do need to know what's in it for me as the agent. Oh, how do I make my money? Well, there's never any kind of a, a consultation fee. I don't charge for my time. The insurance companies pay me to do their paperwork. Okay. Um, and even if it's something, if even if it's something that I'm not going to make any money on, if it's the right thing, that's what we're going to recommend. Mm-hmm. There are several, for example, the prescription drug plans for Medicare, there's several out there that don't sell through agents. Mm-hmm. So if that's the best thing for you, I will tell you. Now look. I'm not going to be the agent on your account. I can't help very much with this. But if you have problems, we'll do a three-way call and we'll get it fixed. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, so does that make sense? It does. I'm going to, I'm going to dive into one of those a, a little bit more deeply because I think I think we – well, first off, service after the sale is fantastic. Um, uh, that's where – I believe a lot of the real value is, yes, it's magnificent for you to be consulting on the front end, but unfortunately, some of the products that you work with with people are are um, delivered, the benefits are delivered in a difficult time. I'm, I'm really, I was trying to, I was really trying to sugarcoat that. You did well. Yes, that's good. Well, so I want to make sure I have somebody who can have a conversation with me when my world might have just come to an end, right? Yes. Yes, Absolutely. And that's super, super important. When, for example, I have the the widow, recently widowed lady call and she said, I don't even know how to do this. I don't know what to do first. Okay, so, you know, this is what we do first. We take care of your Medicare supplement. No, we can't cancel it. We can't just not pay it. You know, we have to make sure it's going to be effective until the day that your husband passed. And then we talk about life insurance and she's got, She's got five different policies that she found in the lockbox, has no idea if they're even in force. Okay, bring them to me. That We'll take care of that. We talk to the funeral home if that's appropriate. Uh, we make phone calls to the insurance companies. You know, we, we help walk them through all of that stuff. And then if there's, if there's assets that the husband has had invested Okay, then we'll get with that financial advisor and we'll go over it because she might not know what questions to ask, but I do. And if he's acting like a jerk, then I'm going to recommend somebody else. And if it's not something I can do, I go to the friends. I've got all kinds of friends in the industry that I can recommend. So we even have resources for folks that need uh, support groups. Mm-hmm. We have resources for folks that um, just got diagnosed with some horrible disease and, oh, my Medicare doesn't cover this drug. Okay, I've got a lady that works for me, and that's all she does is look for programs to help pay for your medications. Okay, and she's busy a whole lot more than what you would even imagine. 
So we take care of the whole person. And it's not just, it's not just about the insurance. It's about the puzzle of your life. I remember uh, interviewing my first insurance professional many, many years ago. And, uh, and the way that he said it was, you don't even know how you're going to take your next breath. How are you going to know what to do with all of the other stuff? And that's why, Lisa, we have people like you. And the, the team that you've surrounded yourself with is so when breathing is difficult because your whole life has been turned upside down, that you're going to have somebody in your corner. But the best part about it is, is working with you from you know the ideal client standpoint that we talked about earlier, is getting all of those ducks in a row, all of those puzzle pieces in place because it is going to happen, right? The, that's one of the things that people don't like to talk about, but it's necessary is it, it's going to happen. It's going to happen with you're prepared for it or not, and you better freaking be prepared. Now, the other thing that you said, though, Lisa, is this. You don't charge a consultation fee. Now, out in the world of misinformation, which there just happens to be a little bit out there, some people take issue with how you're paid. Why do they take issue? I want you to play devil's advocate on yourself here. Why and why is it the way that you're compensated directly from the insurance companies you believe is the right way? Well, I have had folks say, oh, you just want to change this so that you'll make money. And I'm like, sweetheart, I'm going to make money. If you want me to help you, let me get this commission from this insurance company instead of you paying me because, and I didn't tell him this, but he can't afford me, <laughs> you know, and I wouldn't work for him anyway because he's a jerk, but hmm, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Inappropriate. <laughs> um, so the, the point is, if somebody is paid to move your money around and they only get paid when money moves, that's a problem. Okay. That's a problem. If they're paid for making you money or moving the money to an appropriate spot so that you make more money, that's fine. They're paid on results. I get paid on the results of finding an appropriate piece to your puzzle. Okay. I don't know if I've heard that answered better. That was freaking awesome. Well, 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 well done. All right. So I've asked you the questions about yeah, who you are, your story, how you got to where you are. We've talked about some of the things that you wish everybody knew uh, that they should be asking either themselves or their, their insurance agents, you know, uh, what happens after the sale, uh, make sure that they have multiple choices and then, and then making sure that they're being compensated appropriately, as you just explained very, very well. When somebody says that they're going to do their own research, that's usually where they're going to pick up the phone and try to find it somewhere else. And, you know, which, which you told the story, it's a very sad story, you know, about the guy who, who got his identity stolen, restolen and restolen and restolen. And then, you know, the, the sales people, right. Which we have a lot of this in our industry who are going to try to sell you the whole boatload, like the little old lady story that you told. If you could leave our listeners with, with either another story or another piece of advice, piece of wisdom, piece of experience that you think, you know what, this would be the kind of the, the cherry on top just to, really communicate the value of working with an independent insurance agent who can work all over. You said everywhere, right? So you can pretty much work in all, all 50 States, right? Um, what would you want to tell people? I guess the first thing I would say is you don't even know what questions to ask yet. 
So you come to me and you want to talk about A, but I've got, I can tell by talking to you that you need B, C, D, E, F, and some things that haven't even been invented yet. Um, so <laughs> some people are bad off, but people need to know, okay, when, before I start talking about retiring, do I have enough money to last as long as I last? And when should I start Social Security so that I can maximize my benefits? Um, what about medical costs, especially unexpected medical costs after retirement? Um, what is not going to be paid by Medicare and the Medicare supplement? Medicare supplement companies don't talk about that, but we've, we've got to make sure that you're covered. Those are other pieces. Um, dental insurance, vision insurance, things that you lose that you've had with group insurance. Now, as you're retiring, you haven't even thought about your teeth or your, your glasses that you wear. Um, we also have to talk about travel insurance for crying out loud. If you're going to spend time traveling in retirement, know that Medicare and the supplement, they don't go across the border. So be very careful, <laughs> you know, even on a cruise ship. We need to get you some travel insurance huh. so that you can make the call. They get you in touch with somebody that speaks English, okay? And they make arrangements to get you back into the United States and on and on and on. There's all kinds of things that you don't even know you need. I never thought of that last one. I got some of the other ones. I've done this for a while. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, I can see that. I totally didn't ever think about the fact that the government health plans that 90% of the retired seniors are on aren't going to work when you're hanging out in some beach in Spain and you have an issue. Mm -hmm. huh. You know what? That's why this is such a cool job. I get to interview super smart people like you and <laughs> I get to learn something. Uh, Cause you know what? I've got friends of mine who travel and, and I don't know if they know that. So I'm going to get up when we're done here. I, I need to text a couple of friends of mine. All right. Um, what is the best way? So now that people have heard you, experienced you, felt your passion and your 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 knowledge surrounding this, if somebody wants to reach out, what is the best way for them to reach out and get in touch with you? The very first step would be to go to our webpage, I think, um, LisaReynoldsInsurance.com. And from there, you can find our phone number, you can get our email address, um, Facebook page. And if, if you'd like, you can get signed up for our newsletter that goes out. And it's just, it's not salesy, it's informational. Um, and I've had folks that have really appreciated that kind of thing. So that and would Lisa, be my first step. We will make sure that we put all of these in the show notes. So those of you who are listening to the podcast, there's a little paragraph description. Uh, and, and we'll make sure that we have uh, her website, Facebook page, uh, ways to go ahead and get in touch with, with Lisa and her firm. Well, Lisa Reynolds, thank you very much very much for walking us through this today, enlightening our audience on some things that I guarantee that they didn't know about and giving them the opportunity to get to know somebody in the insurance industry who isn't like what they think insurance agency people are like. So I really appreciate it. Thank you for your time. Oh, thank you, sir. I've enjoyed this. Thank you for listening to the Simply Advised podcast. Click on the link to subscribe to our podcast and learn more about how we can help you become more confident and informed about your financial choices.